Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller and editor for this episode. This game you're listening to is a collaborative effort between us here at A Pair of Dice Lost, the crew of Sponsored by Nobody, and Holden Shearer. You can find the At The Table full session experience at SponsoredByNobody.Podbean.com and the newest version of Exalted vs. World of Darkness can be found at HoldenShearer.WordPress.com. Links as always will be in the show notes. On this episode, End of Sadness and Rigel team up with the local mages to drink every pub dry. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, City of the Bull God, Season 1, Episode 14. That old man will never teach me a lesson. Brendan, as the storyteller. Peter Abderigel Sar, the Celestial Sensor, Esselar Twilight. Devin, as End of Sadness of the Infernal Exalted. Okay, so the one limo uh, on the way there is going to pick up two people. The first, it's going to stop off by that uh, by that curry place that you guys stopped off before. Uh, and out from the gym is going to walk a kind of like average height, uh, fairly ripped looking uh, like Japanese guy. Who's gonna like open up the door and uh, come in and look to you all and be like, because obviously like Teddy's hologram hasn't followed you out. It's gonna be like, he's gonna look to you all and be quiet for a moment. And he's gonna just kind of, all right, then Ted asked me to come down here and help y'all out. What is the deal that's going on? So I'm just gonna guess that you're muscle wizard. My name is Dan Zen, yes. Damn, dog, you are ripped. Why, well, thank you. I've been perfecting the uh, the art of dough. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Uh, I'm End of Sadness, Antichrist of London, point of the forehead thing. You've probably seen the posters. Uh, this is Rigel. I'm pretty sure you know them by reputation because they have a whole thing going on. Uh, this is Christine. It's a ghost Rigel. Okay, putting ghost car aside, uh, Rigel is in Rigel Star? Yes. Nice to meet you. Fantastic work that your parents have done. Just absolutely helped the Acacia Brotherhood in town. Uh, absolutely, like, help establish a little bit of a foothold. Just love it. Thank you. Thank you all so much. I cannot extend my uh, my gratitude enough. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, also, Christine, the ghost car, uh, this car is... What, we're going to, like, Stephen King it? Is it going to take us to the Dark Tower pub? No, no, I just, like, put a demon ghost in it, and it just drives us around so I don't have to drive sober ever. Also, I don't know how to drive. Oh, all right. Um, like, I do, but not in a fun way. He's going to look over to, to Tobias and be like, Tobias, do you vouch for these people, or am I going to have to, uh... And he kind of cracks his knuckles. Whoa, 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 you don't have to fucking hit us, dog. We're just going out to party. Christ. What? So, excuse me, uh, Anda Sadness, you did say that you are the Antichrist of London, and also, this is a demon ghost car a la Christine, and the last time that I read Stephen King's books, things did not end well for anyone who got into Christine that wasn't okay, the actual well, owner well, of Christine. Okay, first of all, Stephen King's books were something that the book industry invented so indoor kids would have a reason to live. I'm talking about the John Carpenter movie where Christine is her own character. Okay, and she's just looking for an owner you know that loves her. You know what? That's absolutely fair enough, and I can understand that. However, I just want to make sure that I'm not going to get in no car accident over here. I mean, like that. That's, okay, we're all in the car too. Well, well, yeah, but like maybe the car will like accidentally take my seatbelt off, and then I'll go flying through the window. And I mean, none like, of them found destination deaths. It's a limo. We're, limo. We're not wearing seatbelts, and. Also, if you got into a car accident, look at how fucking ripped you are. You're going to walk away from it. You're going to tell me you're not going to dodge your way through the wreckage and then walk out on your own two feet with not even your clothes muffed? Come on. Come on. You're a muscle wizard. I mean, that is a uh, that is absolutely a secret of the Acacia Brotherhood that I'm not at liberty to discuss. But yes, that probably would happen if I was... 
Look, people drive like assholes that, in London. That, I can't promise you. People drive like assholes in this city. I can't promise you you're not going to get hit by a car, all right? But that's not us trying to fucking trick you. We're just going to go to Earl's and hang out with a time wizard so we can spit in the face of God. The theme of tonight is spitting in God's face and doing a nice thing for a friend. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to make sure, you know, y'all did just kind of get me this nice limo. I, last time I was in a limo, like, I was getting out of Texas, so... I mean, if you want to hang out with Christine, I could give you Christine. She's looking for a nice owner. I can just make another Christine. It's all good. He he gives you the look that can only be, what are you talking about as the limo is going forward? <laughs> uh, you, you guys then pull in front of what looks like an occult shop with like natural healing remedies and crystals. Oh shit, no really, no way. These guys are actually wizards too? Out walks a girl who can only be described as having dyed hair um, in a very goth outfit. Um, and she opens the door and slides in uh, next to Tobias and just goes, All right, Toby. You said you were going to deal with this bar crawl. And it looks like you got the rest of the cabal together. That's so cute. I thought you were going to take me out on a date or something, but. Oh, there's more friends. Oh, shit. Risk me to Rigel. Oh, shit, Rigel. Wizard drama. <laughs> Personal drama. Fuck. Uh, this lady looks to Rigel first and just goes, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Misty. How are you? I am. I'm feeling fine. I'm Rigel Star. This is my friend and of sadness. Pleasure to meet you. Star, as in yes. the. Uh, oh, you feel like you've already had this question then. <laughs> Surprisingly, how often it comes up, but yes. <sighs> well, when your parents are popular, I guess. So you're like actual wizard royalty, not just with the Hogwarts wizards? Well, more like, you know, I come from a good family, I guess. They're you're like known around town. There aren't that many of us. You're like fucking John Carter. You're a prince of Mars among these people. That's that's super wild. Uh, the girl kind of uh, Misty just kind of uh, like lays her shoulder, her elbow on her uh, on her legs and then puts her chin in her hands and just like looks as bored as she possibly could. Yeah, the stars have been really helping out the local mage community for like decades. And my teacher says that we should like pay our respects to the people who came before us because they can teach us so many things. But like, I get it. And that's cool and all. But like, sometimes you just got to like take the new in, you know? Yeah, shake things up, upset the status quo. I'm all, I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Looking up at the sky, like, looking at a nearby church as we cross by. Yeah. She kind of like looks over to to Danzen and it's just like, so Danzen, how many like, how many like dumb moms did you convince that like, that like they should go and do the, uh, that they should go and get like actual medicine? Danzen just kind of like, well, you know, not a lot of people come come by for that for, for at the gym. And she just goes, yeah, I know. I got 10 today because I like kind of sold them actual medicine through like the and then she air quotes the crystals. Yeah, these people are so stupid. So like people come to you for holistic stuff and you just want them to go to the goddamn doctors and get a vaccine. Yeah, but they won't listen to that. So I just kind of like, you know, magic it up and then like say it'll fix their chakras. But really, it's like, you know, penicillin or whatever. And I do ask for their medical records. I am a licensed pharmacist. Oh, my God. That's good to know. It's like kind of a genius gig because it's like you just kind of prey on the dumb people to make them like. Oh, not idiots anymore. Wait, wait. If you're a licensed pharmacist, are you a pharmacy wizard? Like, do you have pharmacy magic? Uh, 
I mean, I guess I do grow a lot of like herbs and things that can cure a lot of diseases and like toxins and things like that. Oh, uh, it it's technically very holistic as well, but also like you know they're not known plants to any scientist. Okay, do you do anything with narcotics? Like, I'll open up the back seat and like pull it down so I can get into the trunk and pull out that chest full of snake vampire drugs. Because like I got this and I don't really know what to do with it other than like fence it, but that seems hypocritical based on how I got it, which was killing vampires who were hawking it. Oh. Well, I mean, I could always, like, I don't know, sell it legally. Like, you know, most of that stuff is some kind of pharmaceutical drug anyway. Oh, shit. Fucking perfect. All right. Hey, we solved the mystery of what to do with all these drugs. Nice. (laughs) Right? And then you're, like, not actually holding on to the drugs. And then, like, you know, for the people who, like want to use the drugs we could always like give it to them i mean we are heading over to earl's and earl's pretty like responsible with that kind of stuff yeah i just don't want the shit hitting the street oh no 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 earl doesn't let that stuff hit the street earl's very much like uh uh she kind of thinks for a little bit and then goes rigel do you have like a cool uncle not really Okay. Um, Well, anyway, Earl's like a cool uncle. Like, he's the kind of uncle who would, like, let you have a beer before you're old enough to drink, but only after you, like, said you really, 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 really wanted it. Like, he made sure that you knew what the consequences were Mm. of having the beer. So, like, you know, he wants to make sure that, like, everyone knows what they're getting into he doesn't want anyone to get blindsided by effects. Anytime that anytime that I've seen him deal acid or anything, he's always like, hey, there's a chance you have a bad trip. Make sure that you like do it this way. Uh, make sure you got someone who's not high so you can like they can help you come down. Like he's very responsible. Shit tons of water. Yeah, you know, the basics. Cool. All right. This is all yeah, turning shit out. tons of water. He, he, He's very he's very much like the cool uncle. Why the fuck are wizards so much cooler than vampires, Rigel? This is frustrating. I feel like we I got the short end of the stick here. Because we're alive. Oh, you're hanging out with vampires? Well, like, I have to deal with vampires in my line of work because they tend to prey on the people I save. So it's a whole thing. He cleans up other vampires. Uh, oh, I have to I clean see. up one more mess of them. Well, I mean, you know, not all vampires are that bad. There's just some that are just really bad, and they make a bad name for the rest of them. Some of them are just, you know, people who live a long time. Do you guys know a lot of vampires? Because there's this word they have for vampires that they don't like to play reindeer games. It's like um, it's like they're weak vampires, or it's like they're... Um, they're watery or they're thin or something or they're like they have a word for it where it's like we hate these vampires because we made them wrong if you guys know any of those guys could you send them my way we're sort of sheltering them from the london vampire society i mean i don't hang out with a lot of vampires but sure if i see some that are a little off i can i can help you out with that or whatever their uh, whatever their Renfields are too. It's been a whole thing with that. Dan Zin just kind of goes, "We, I, I don't deal with I don't deal with vampires. They're an affront against uh, life itself." And the rest of them are just the rest of them kind of like nod. So like there's like very much like a like Misty is very interested in vampires for whatever reason, and Danzen is very obviously like, "Nah, fuck that shit." Uh, that probably deals with a lot of, you know, ghouls just juicing up on vampire blood and going to the gym to do exercise and so on. <laughs> <laughs> Get me. Oh, I got, I got, I got the, I, where, are you juicing again? Yeah, but it's a different kind. Why are you shooting literal blood into your veins? Fucking Renfield gym rats. <laughs> Uh, you know, there's at least a couple. Oh, there are absolutely at least a couple. All right. Well, yeah, Misty, uh, uh, 
shorthand, we're uh, trying to do a favor for someone and also, you know, spike the natural order a little bit. So we're just kind of getting people together to go hang out with this Earl guy. Because as far as we know, this Earl guy knows the kind of things we want to do. Also, you know, party. Why not? We deserve some time off after that whole Loch Ness thing. I'm sorry that that. Sorry, y- y'all went to Loch Ness. Yeah, How we found a, that. We found a haunted pervert house in the spirit lands and had to fight a book and a bunch of goats, and then uh, we got to ride Nessie. Yeah, we solved the Loch Ness monster. That was awesome. That, Nessie is so gentle, so kind, so majestic. She has such a poet soul. Oh man. I mean, she's the golden angel, unfortunately, of Crowley. Ugh. Uh, not him again. Right? Ugh. Right? The the traditions can't freaking figure out who wants to claim him. Like, ugh. My, my mentor's mentor says that uh, their, their mentor taught Aleister Crowley, whereas... Earl says that his mentor taught Aleister Crowley. And then you got the dream speakers and even a few order of Hermes mages saying that they taught Aleister Crowley, but you know, at least the Hermes mages, at least they have like the balls to say like, yeah, he was a black sheep and he, he should get the fuck out of here. No one wants to claim him or people will fight over him. Yeah, it was wild stuff. You ask me, I think he was a hollow one. Through and through. What, like like an invisible man? Yeah, that's a way of thinking of him. So like what? So vampires, wizards, werewolves, and invisible men. Oh, and fair folk who are aliens. No, no, not like like the Kevin Bacon movie. I was thinking about... uh... No, I guess, yeah. No, okay. All right. Well, like what then? Uh, So Howl ones are like... Wait, I know this one. They're... I know this one. Uh, they're demon wizards. They're, uh, they're, they're nefandrious. They're nefarious, right? No, they're... That's a different term. That's for ones who have sold their soul to the devil. These are more like... Uh, you ever seen uh, the Big Lebowski? Yeah. Okay, so you remember the Nihilists? Oh, no. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's them, yeah, yeah. Hollow ones, they're they're empty inside. I thought they were Sam at the end, the cowboy. No, they're they're Nihilists through and through. Oh, okay. They're kind of boring, honestly. I dated one for a year. Huh. But they're, like, harmless? Yeah, they're just really depressed. Okay, it's important to let us know if they're harmless, because we kill those Nefandrius wizards on site now. Like, those guys go. Oh, yeah. The ones you gotta watch out for are the... are those guys, and then, uh... We haven't had a case of it in... well, since my mentor's mentor was around, but you know, just steer clear of any marauders. We'll we'll let y'all know if those come around. Marauders? They're, uh... Uh, she she kind of thinks for a moment and then immediately uh, Danzen kind of like pops up and he's just like, yeah, them marauders, they're 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 mages what wrap themselves in paradox. Oh, uh, I know this. That's the thing that makes wizards explode when they fuck up a spell like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it goes. Sometimes we just bleed it off. It turns into little little problems. Don't worry about that. Anyway, um. But yeah, the marauders are mages what figured out how to use paradox to their advantage. You definitely want to stay, steer clear of their kind. Huh. Can they like break the rules in interesting ways that you guys can't? Uh yeah, actually. Uh huh. I, I had a I had a run-in with a marauder once. Norm normally people don't remember run-ins with marauders because they uh they literally change the world around them. But being as uh, one with myself as I am, I've uh, come to recognize exactly what happened. You, you, uh, y'all familiar at all with like the plague times? Uh, like just historically, like the SARS outbreak not, in Toronto. 
back in 2000. Oh, you mean last year? <laughs> no, no, COVID doesn't exist not, in this world. <laughs> not no, like a, like the bubonic plague. I mean, I wasn't there personally, but I've heard of it. But but you're but you're familiar with like like movie signs of it. Yeah. Right. So uh, there's one time uh, down in Texas, uh, back when I was living back there, uh, that I ran into a marauder who was going through and uh, turned my uh, turned the entirety of about a four block diet, uh, four block radius of Dallas into uh, into upper London during the 1300s. No one but me and my mentor remembered it. Really? Was there any permanent side effects that stayed beyond after it was dealt with? Uh, there were two people who, during their entire uh, time in the area, who died of the plague, who then died uh, outside of their sphere of influence, as it were. Any non-entropic results? Like, was anything added to the world by it? Uh... Not as far as we were aware. Once that happened, we actually skedaddled out of uh, out of out of Texas and America and got as far away as we could think to go. No, that's a dead end. Then, all right, fair enough. By the way, uh, do you guys want to be half in the bag by the time we get to the bar? Like, we can open the mini bar in the you know in the limo here. Just saying. Oh no 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 no! I figured we were doing a monopoly tonight. That's what uh, that's what Toby said, or that's what Teddy said. Why not both? Well, I mean, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that open. I don't know that opening it up early is going to help us uh, in visiting twenty six pubs. Can't you just something something muscle wizard magic? Now I've sweated all the alcohol out, and now I'm covered in oil. Uh, nah, that's more uh, that's more Misty's uh, purview. Okay. No further questions. <laughs> uh, Misty, at this point, uh, if you have opened up the. Uh, if you've opened up the mini bar, Misty and uh, Tobias are going to like start drinking. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you can see that uh, once you guys get out, the hologram of Teddy is uh, there waiting for you guys at the weather spoons that uh, <laughs> that you all were supposed to meet Earl at. The he's there with like a can of beer, and it's just kind of like drinking. Oh man, awesome! All right, so this is like some sort of like little ancient family pub from like a hundred years ago or something. Teddy's just like Weatherspoons? Nah, man, this is uh, this is like a like a chain pub. Oh, but this is where you always want to start. You always want to start at Weatherspoons. They always got the greasiest food to soak up most of the stuff. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. Applebee's maneuver. I got gotcha. you. Uh, Dan Zen, being from America, like just like nods knowingly. All right, avoid the ribs if you don't want to be in the washroom the first half of the night. Danzen nods knowingly. <laughs> All right, let's get this fucking wizard thing torn up. Smash a bottle against a wall. Yeah. You guys go into the weather spoons. Uh, as soon as you enter, uh, you can see a guy who is probably, by your best guess, 45, maybe a little bit older. Uh, he is clearly graying. He looks a little run down from too much partying and is wearing uh, the kind of clothes that are respectable. Like he's got like a nice like suit jacket on and like slacks and that kind of thing. But he's got like a fun Hawaiian shirt underneath. Maybe he's trying a little bit too hard, but he's got kind of like that friendly uncle vibe immediately all of the mages that were there with you just kind of like wave and go, Hey Earl, nice to see you. And like everybody kind of sits down and obviously invites you two to sit down. Absolutely. I'll uh, take out a roll yep. of unmarked uh, Euro hundreds and be like first few rounds are on me. Earl, see- buddy. Earl sees that and just goes, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Hold, hold your roll there, bud. I already bought us a couple rounds here. You can buy us at the next bar. Ah, I was trying to get away from having to buy the good ones at the good bars. You got me. Don't worry. Don't worry there, champ. We're going to the, we're going to the good bars last right now. We're going to work our way up from the bottom. 
Everybody, roll stamina. <laughs> I'm probably going to have you guys roll stamina at some point. Yeah, I have stamina five. I'll that, fucking crush the it. <laughs> the longer this goes on, the, the, the worse it'll get. Okay, uh, I guess round of introductions, and we'll do ours. You know, same epithets, epithets, tepetepetas, blah, blah, blahs. Everything goes through, uh, and Earl introduces himself as Earl. Or uh, he he actually introduces. I'm sorry. He introduces himself as I'm uh, I'm the Earl, or just Earl. Oh yeah, I do the same thing. End of it's sadness a, or the end of sadness, whatever you prefer. Right. It's a it's a title I inherited from my mentor before uh, before he died. Mm. So anyway, uh, what brings you and literally all of our youngest colleagues out to uh, to party tonight? We want you to help us during this bender parse out how to bring someone back from the dead by fucking with time. But we also want to avoid using wizard magic for the time bits of it. He makes the mistake of drinking while that you're saying that. Ah, uh, they always do. Because he assumed that it was because he assumed that it was just a party. No, it is. <laughs> but it just, is a party. That's the point. This is the party. <laughs> He assumed it was just a party. So, like, at some point, he just, like, starts spitting out beer. It's a little... It's a little rude. But weirdly, you all don't feel like that... He hit you? Like... No, yeah. You know that he spit out beer, but, like, it didn't hit you. This guy's a party wizard. He's too cool for that. (laughs) He's too cool for that. All right, then. Uh, so you want to bring someone back from the dead, uh, but not accruing paradox. Yeah, that sucks and wow, shit, and we don't want that. Uh, man, I'd have to be on, like, so much LSD to do that. So as far as we can... We look over to Misty. Well, <laughs> we've got... We've got... Uh, wait, uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. What was, um, what was Knight's trick? What's Knight's paradigm here? Uh... He's matter. Yeah, but like what kind of like muscle wizard, witch pharmaceutical wizard, VR wizard, party wizard. Uh, he, he he can literally fuck with all all forms of matter. Okay, alchemy wizard. I understand this. Okay, yeah, alchemy wizard. Look, I'm just saying between pharmacy wizard, muscle wizard, alchemy wizard, party wizard, antichrist, and fucking prince of Mars wizard son, we should be able to hack together something. To like fucking pull the shit off and spit right in the face of God. See, Errol, it's not probably just have to wish for some LSD. Yeah, the wishes have a cooldown. Listen, I... Let's not wish waste the wishes on that. <laughs> Listen, I I know better than to wish for something. Whenever you wish for something, there's always something that uh, comes back at you. You know, sometimes it's. Sometimes it's real simple, like owing a favor to someone because oh, we, you know, like. I hope that my dad could get out of jail or something. And then you owe someone a favor or sometimes it's like, Oh, I hope for this. And it's like, Oh yeah, cool. You've got your, your new beer, but also like, if you don't do something for me, you're going to go directly to hell. No take backs. Yeah. A uh, pro tip. You just saying, I hope my dad gets out of the jail qualifies as a wish. And I could have granted it. It doesn't even have to be sincere. So I'd watch that if I was uh, right, but, paranoid about right, it. But my dad's dead. So yeah. Like, it would have really fucked. You can't grant that. Oh, uh, it would have really fucked with you. So just, you know, if you're paranoid about that, just right. skirt around that a bit. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not. Oh, so, so, so it's not. Uh, it's, okay. Okay. So I'll, 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 I'll look away from making uh, statements that are uh, wishful. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I don't really try to fuck around with it because I don't really care that much. Uh, I, I'm looking for more direct things. But if you encounter someone like me he, who's a huge piece of shit, watch out for that. Right, right. Um, so, I know that normally I've not been ma- I've not been making you guys do any roles right now because the social RP has been on point. However, at this moment, uh, end of sadness. If you could, uh, from your uh, interactions with Earl so far, if you could make me a perception and alertness. I didn't bring the crocodile. Uh, <laughs> I specifically didn't. Uh, 
specifically it's a difficulty seven. Uh, I specifically wanted the opposite of this. Oh, Can no. I be a crocodile? Can I roll? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll, if you want to roll for it too, Pete, I'll give it to you. Ah, fuck me. I, sure. Difficulty seven? Yeah. All right, I'm going to spend a willpower for a success. Motherfucker. Two successes. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Cool. I bust. Oh no. Oh, limit god. gate. Oh my god. Wait, you have a limit track? What the fuck is this, Nexus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, so, uh, Rigel, you notice that when the phrase wish is brought up uh, and that kind of thing uh, around Earl, he is clearly hiding something from you and you feel like it is specifically being hidden from you as if there is a story there that he is refusing to tell. And to sadness, on the other hand, uh, you can kind of tell that Earl has been around the block and has seen the situation where that he may have run into a situation like this. And he's trying his best not to get into one again. Just knowing nod, like, hey, we're all good here. He he gives a nod back to you and is just like, yeah, just... Let me put it this way. If I want something, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, for sure. I believe in just... myself. No, yeah, I, I just thrown it out there because you never know if something else like me exists out there, okay? Just, I was just giving you a tip. That's all. Just the tip. Uh, no, but damn it. That, that's that show ruined that phrase. Listen, listen, I don't know what the you are. I don't care. But if you say that you can grant wishes, I'm going to tell you this right now. Unless, of course, I specifically look you in the eye, say your name, and say those specific words with a with the exact phrasing that cannot be taken away, uh, that cannot be misconstrued in any way. I don't want it. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, you don't have to outer limits overthink it. It's fine. Free form adventure. I gotcha. I We're on the same that. page. No, no. I appreciate that. But like I said, I've been around long enough. I've seen enough people try to try to game the system by doing these kinds of things. I don't want to be caught in no, like, Wishmaster snare. You ever seen that movie? I've missed all of them, but I've seen Labyrinth, if that's texturally similar. Uh, a little bit, but not nearly as gory. I Honestly, when you started holding on to the L's as he, he like, kind of starts downing a pint, I thought you were going to say Leprechaun with Warwick Davis. Well, okay, I've seen I've seen uh, Wish Upon. This could be a Wish Upon box scenario that came out recently. Uh, don't think I've seen that. The, the girl at, wishes that her dad was cool, and he start stops dumpster diving and starts playing acoustic guitar, and all of her girlfriends start hitting on him. It's real funny. Wow, real monkey paw scenario. Yeah, but this is not a Wish Upon scenario we're in wow. right here. What we're on is a spit in the eye of God bender scenario. Right, I'm totally now. I am totally down with spitting in the in the eye of any gods out there, uh, so long as they are uh, w not willing, but like, you know, deserving. See, we here in the, uh, the 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 little group that I run, we don't like to do anything uh, that people either are unwilling to uh, participate in or are undeserving of. Uh, by that, I mean, like, punishment, like, they gotta be deserving, and, like, if they wanna have some fun, they gotta be willing. Mm -hmm. Consent is, like, absolute king for us. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, this is kind of a bit... So, we have a friend who we're pretty sure lost someone they care about within the last 10 to 20 years, and we're just exploring all the options that we have available to us because, boy, howdy, does it seem that we have options into seeing how we could absolutely just fix this if the opportunity presented itself. Ooh. Kind of kind of on a whim. Um, ooh. Saving people from the dead. Now that's, uh... All right, you know what? Let's get around. Let's go to the next bar. 
and then we'll keep this conversation going. Oh my god, we could rent one of our cultists uh. at one of these bars. <laughs> so you all leave the Weatherspoons, uh, go into your Christine limo, uh, enjoy some more drinks, uh, and then go to the Earl of Essex, an aptly named uh, place for you all to hang out with Earl, who is uh, talking to some of the locals as that he is before he sits down with you is speaking with uh, some of the younger people, some of the older people and is doing his business, which is to say he's schmoozing, he's managing some of the local bands. And then he's also handing out some illicit drugs on the side. Nobody like, it's not like he's dropping drugs in someone's drink. He is like literally handing them to, to this person. And like, they are handing him like a wad of cash back and he comes back to sit down with you all and he looks to end of sadness and goes well bud uh you said that you'd buy these rounds so uh we'll go with that and then he kind of like points around uh with the last one being on rigel uh maybe intentionally maybe not that'll be the order of who buys sick i'll throw down a wad of bills fucking chaos dunk so experienced, you already have something as based on our income. Oh no, don't chaos dunk in here. You're going to take out all of London. <laughs> right? Uh. There's a 50 50 chance the money I'm throwing down is Rigel's anyway, or I stole it from a bank. Because <laughs> <laughs> Rigel gives me cash sometimes. So, One way or the other. So, time shenanigans. That's... Yeah. So the baseline Ooh. is we have someone who we're, we were pretty sure, or we're going to just assume lost someone. We don't know any details. We've done no prying. We haven't asked any questions. So the basic question here is, can we fuck around enough to steal stuff from the past before it died and replace it with a duplicate so it doesn't cause a grandfather paradox. And so, open up tablet showing uh, Nafandi exploding from paradox. This doesn't happen to things we care about. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Nah, don't worry, it was a demon wizard. Fair. But also... Ooh. It's like showing a vampire how all the vampires died in the sun. I understand what it's like to watch someone die, Peter. There doesn't need to be a metaphor for it. It's shocking. <laughs> it was very specific to you know, how they you know, die. <laughs> so, the problem with that is that going to the future, very easy. Uh, almost yeah, comically sleeping. easy. Not, no, I mean, like, if you wanted to go ahead, like, Two weeks, find out the lotto numbers, play those on uh, two weeks from now, and then you have all that. Very easy. Right. I'm just saying from from like a Carl Young collective unconsciousness thing, we already, mortals, baselines, I don't know, whatever you want to call people who aren't magic, not magic people already do that shit. Seeing into the future and grabbing lotto numbers, they do that. It's called fucking guessing. But going and they can do that physically. Going back in time, you can't really do as a as a baseline person because that's just called remembering shit. And every time you remember shit, the memory changes. So you can't actually time travel without creating a simulation of the past that you rob from and then damage every time you do it. So if your mage magic works on weird narcissism, Carl Jung bullshit, then that's probably an extrapolation of that stuff, right? So we need a way to do it totally outside that paradigm. That's fair. I mean, that's not exactly everybody's paradigm. Uh, some people uh, deal with that, but a lot of the... Uh, to not get into the exact metaphysics of how the time works... Um, I should point out that you're using paradigm with a capital letter. I can hear it. I don't use any of the capital letter terms because I don't know any of them. So if that if you think I'm doing it, it's a coincidence. That's completely It's coincidental. Fair. Uh... Uh, I don't get it, but uh, it's a party. He just kind of looks at you and just goes, I've known at least a major two who've gone back to the past. Successfully. So it is doable. Mm -hmm. And can you change it? I mean... Because I I can go to the past all I want. It's called watching a video I've taken. 
I'm not or reading a book okay. about history. Okay, that that's fair, but that's you using your mind to imagine the past, not to actually go back and observe the past. Sure. The difference is the observation of the past is very simple. You if you're an observer and you change nothing, it it do, it doesn't do anything. You you might be able to get a little bit more information to be you know great for murder investigations, that kind of thing, useful for future things. However, the problem comes with if you were to change the past in such a way that it would change current events, it would cause a paradox ripple. Now, this is doable, but hard, depending on the amount of time that has passed. So, if we're talking minutes, literal minutes, it's doable to go back in the past, to stop a friend from getting shot, to... Uh, save a friend in need to make a split second decision different. It's doable. It's not outside of the reality that's been set in stone and concrete that people read on the news. But the moment that it gets out there, the moment that it's in the, as you said, the Carl Jung collective unconsciousness, it becomes harder to move. It becomes more concrete. Things have to... Yeah, uh... You can't go back in time and save the princess from the car accident because a billion Weekly World News articles talk about it happening, right? It would just rip everything up. Right. But at the same time, you can put a really convincing dummy in there and then just hide the princess. Exactly. Which is kind of what our plan uh, hinges on. Oh, I, I was just talking to the beer. Okay. I Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's 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 what Raj and I like. Raj and I talked to his parents earlier, and th that's sort of the plan. We're just gonna we're gonna try and kidnap this. Per we're gonna hide. We're, we're, it's a time heist. We're time heisting this person from the past and replacing them with a, an absolute identical version of their corpse. Like not just a dummy. Like we'll we'll get wizards and magic and weird stuff to make it fucking cloned, so that everything proceeds as normal. Okay. Um. Do we want to test this out? Yeah, I was hoping. See, we, we were told that wizards trying to do time travel means you'll detonate or you'll have to fight an old man. And like, I, I'm all for fighting that old man. We should do that actually at one point. It sounds like a dickhead. But my kind of not knowing anything theory was there are probably creatures out there that are achronal. They just have to exist. That's just how the stupid world works. So... My theory was we catch one of these acronal creatures, murder them and skin them, and then turn their body into a tube and put one into the tube where the person died and the other into the tube here in the present. And then we use normal mage magic to just do the swap, you know, like, like swap their two low. You know, you, do you have like a thing where like, if there's one thing in one place and one thing, in another place, you just trade places. Uh, Teddy like raises his holographic hand. Yeah. Uh, I can swap places with things. Yeah, so we do that, and that way whoever discovers, like, whatever the body's discovered, like, we do it the moment before it happens, and that way they discover the dead body, and it is a dead body, but we've just hijacked that person before they died here to the present, and they just continue on. And then we, like, I don't know, throw out the fucking skin tube of the acronal thing we skin, like it's pelt. Okay, uh, not 100% sure that we need the acronal, uh, creature skin to do that um that that seems a little i'll be honest i don't know a whole lot of creatures that are a chronal i know a few but not a lot and they're very hard to fight and there's not a lot no of yeah how to tip how to tend to those but if we find like a small one like a puppy or something we could like use that as like the test bed right i mean i would really prefer prefer that we didn't like skin dogs or whatever like that just seems like rude and mean and like look this is to save a life and also these are theoretical time monster dogs and the story i read them from they were very awful so they're like hitler's dogs it doesn't count i mean but what if they're not like hitler's dogs what if they're just like dogs that are like displaced through time 
I mean, okay, well, clearly we won't use those then. Right, okay. You know what? If if those animals exist, that implies an ecosystem. And in every ecosystem, there's a predator. And some predators, uh, like Scar from the Lion King and Gustav the Crocodile in real life, are evil. (laughs) While that I'm not going to disagree with you there, um, I will certainly ask that I would prefer that this would be a the mage tries to open up the time portal. I would rather if, if this is uh, if this is a thing that we're going to actually try and test out, I would prefer that me and my brothers and sisters in the cult try this out. Or sure. Mm, wait, actually. But um what, are we going to fight an old man then? No. Uh, potentially. Potentially, but Okay, all right. Mm, one sec. Let me think. Okay, so you know what? If you can get me a few things, uh, I might be able to, over time, imbue some magic into some items. Uh, I'm not the best uh, at at making things, but, you know, I'm sure I can talk to some people. And he kind of like looks over at at, at Tobias, you know, the etherite, the guy who's like made to do that. I don't see about doing some things and maybe imbuing some things with some magic. Maybe that'll help open up your uh, your time portal. And if I mean, it goes wrong... Yeah, that's Wondercrafting. If there's a paradoxical backlight, then it should absorb it instead of whoever's opening the portal. Oh, shit. So we just need to build heat sinks to absorb the paradox. Right, right. But we need to make sure that... Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Right, but we need to make sure that the the, the, the idea works first, right? Mm-hmm. So okay, what's right. a thing we can steal from the past? Okay. Uh, mm, so what's the thing that we can steal from the past? Mm, uh, it has to be innocuous. It has to be something people know exists or know happens so we can alter time. But it has to be something we can alter time in such a way that no one notices we did it because we left a fake behind. I mean, you could try stealing money for out of our own pockets in the past. Ooh, do we want to cross the streams on us, though? Because these guys get pushed back on reality from that whole Carl Jung nonsense, and we don't. So do we want to get to a fight with ourselves? I don't want to fight you or the others. That would suck. I gotta say, if I saw myself try to rob from me, I would assume that that version of me was like an evil Mirror Universe version, and I would go to town on them. No questions asked. That sounds like something we can uh, bring up when that uh, the rest of your friends are around. Because that sounds like really oh, fun. Well, like, well, well R- Rigel and I, we, we, we're, we're sort of doing this together, kind of off the books. No lawyers, if you catch our drift. Oh, no, 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 it's fine. I just figured that would be more like a, uh, like a fun little, like, offshoot thing where that you all decide to fight each other. Or whatever, you know, be a little fun, like (laughs) little thing. It'll be fine. Uh, See, now we're just well. Why don't we try to rob from ourselves now? We already have a timeline set up, right? Yeah. Well, I have a trunk of snake vampire drugs uh, in the trunk of my limo. Could we try to rob that from us? We've already established it's in the trunk, and you've all already seen it. Uh, Misty looks to you and goes, all right, Earl, uh, I was going to bring this up, but this guy's got some hard drugs. You want me to sell them on, uh, sell, sell them through some pharmaceutical means, or do you want to sell them through some, uh, your deal? And he just kind of looks back to Misty and goes, well, you know, if they sell them to me and give me much way to prove that they didn't already sell them to me, they could have just walked out to that, that dang car and, uh, grabbed it and done that. So, uh, how about they leave them at your place? And they both kind of look to you and go, drugs are in the cars, boys. You got to keep drinking with us and you got to bring them over to Misty's, uh, shop. Okay. Earl kind of. So like, so like, I I might've missed something here. Do we, you mean like if, if we time travel, we got to drop them off at the shop. So they're there at the end of the night or we got to like go now and like leave the bar. Earl looks to you and goes, "Listen, let me uh, let, let me let me let, let's excuse ourselves, boys. We'll uh, I'll, I'll tell you all where we're going to meet up next, 
and uh, we're gonna we're gonna deal with this, right? And All he right. kind of like stands up, scoots over, and like kind of like kind of stumbles a little bit towards like where the bathroom area is. And now it's just the the three of you. All right. So you have essentially five seconds uh, in our time to get back from uh, carting those drugs from your car to Misty's shop and then back here because we can't have you leave. That just wouldn't have the party keep going. Okay. We need to go to the past, take those drugs, deliver it to Misty's, and then be here in the bar right about now when we need to go back and drink with the people. Exactly. Oh, I just got okay. It. We got to make you, oh, you can't okay. just meet us at the next bar, or else then it hasn't proven anything. You have to still come back. So, if you while he's in the can, right? Oh, okay. All right. Come, came here. So we have X amount of time. So whatever we go back to, we have that amount of time plus five seconds. Uh pretty much. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's see if we can do this. All right. He is going to look to you all. Uh, he is going to give me be like, give me just one second. He's going to go over to like the bar and be like, close down the back room. Like n- bathrooms out of order. And like there's immediately like caution tape put up and you can see that he is like he knows everybody on the bar scene. So, so sorry to Tobias who now has to hold his bladder. <laughs> no, I just pee in a uh, bottle when no one's looking. That's how you do it. See, <laughs> do like it, the Wizard of Hogwarts and you're teleported away. Correspondence. So, he looks to you all and he goes to grab both of your hands. Y'all ready? Yeah. Time heist. And then he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, sure. he casts his magic there is a sudden hum in the air as a very catchy beat is hummed it's very poppy uh in the way that like 80s music is very like pop music or i'm sorry it's very like 80s pop music and it's very catchy it's really hard for you all not to try and hum it um and eventually you all kind of find yourself kind of humming it and while that you all don't see it the clock above the hall to the bathroom uh, in your local time stream goes backwards. You all have essential. You all are transported back um, essentially uh, an hour. Basically, you guys have from like basically like right now in real time, you all are just kind of pulling up to the pub. And like walking in and that's about as much as I can do. Make sure it gets the Misty's safe and sound. Do your best. Um, please come back here within an hour or else your own chronal particles are going to like smash with each other. And that's not going to be good for you. Okay, Rigel, I've seen this movie before. The second we try to drive to Misty's place, we're going to encounter traffic and it's going to turn into a fucking shit show. And it's going to start to fuck up our plans. I propose I use a bunch of demon magic so that I can levitate you, me, and the drugs and we fly to Misty's place. Sure, let's do it. It's the middle of the night. Nobody's going to notice this. Yeah, I know. It won't cause a huge fucking strobe light or anything. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Sure. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's got more lessons. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. <laughs> uh, light. Oh boy. Yeah. So, um, oh, you know what? I'll call up the Despair Seven Network, and I'll have the drones collect like a bunch of like strobe lights and party balloons and stuff, and I'll have them start seeding them around this area. So, like, there's just strobe light balloons just fucking everywhere uh, as fast as they can, as fast as they can. Oh wow. 
Like I'll make a phone call and while I'm doing this, it's going to take five minutes, you know, less than that. Not five minutes. I just, yeah. Despair 7 is responsive. It is very responsive. Um, so. Right. In plus occult against diff six. I mean, if it's your uh, E, whatever, then you can't budge because it wants them to subtract. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so 12, ones don't subtract. Roll it. Six successes, which means I have the capacity to carry bu, 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 a th- 2,000 pounds. You can Perfect. easily carry uh, Rigel and the uh, and all the drugs. All right. I will like uh, uh, ransom and carry Mitchell's before him. I shall rise with the drugs and Peter uh, on like, you know, elfin lead demon hand uh, oh, vectors, God. you know, held up like Lilith from, held up like a crucified Lilith from Evangelion with a tilted head. And we shall fly our way to the destination on strobe light anima effects. So uh. as it, you, so to, 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 to kind of like set the scene, basically like, you guys walked into the bar. And then immediately as soon as that you guys heard yourselves walk into the bar because you remembered the conversation as you walked into the bar, the two of you walked out of the back of the bar, went over, unlocked the door, uh, or unlocked the trunk, grabbed all the drugs, and just started like vectorizing up and just flew off. Like a radioactive comet. Ah. Yep. Like the most radioactive comet. So they'll say you you have a new TikTok in London today. There's a new TikTok trend trend going called stro- called strobe looning, where teens are releasing strobe lights tied to weather balloons. It's like hell maxine, which is a real thing that's happening right now where kids are committing as many sins as possible to not get into heaven. That's a real thing. Look up hell maxine. What the heck? You know what? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, There's like a bunch of edited CGI videos of it happening and police reports already being filed. Uh, <laughs> that means that's going to actually well, happen after we're done this, by the way. You strobe ballooning across the sky. Strobe ballooning across the sky. Um, I'm going to ask for a dex and stealth roll. Uh, it's going to be like a, <laughs> a stealth hey, roll. You have set this up to help you out. I'm going to say difficulty four. Oh, man. Okay, so dex five is pretty good. I don't have stealth. That's dex, not... Dex five is pretty good. Plus one difficulty. Yeah, that's not a real thing I have. Oh, is it? Oh, shit, you're right. If I don't have dice, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Two successes. Oh, okay. Um, the stir ballooning has helped... Uh, negate anyone who uh, was going to be looking up at the at the sky that night from noticing you all uh, drug muling it across the entirety of London. Um, you land uh, uh, in the oh. alley that is... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh? I'm sorry. No, I guess no, you don't no. land. I guess you guys just we go flying... Up. We go above her store and I will levitate up some debris and railgun a hole through the ceiling and then shoot the, the fucking thing into there and place it on the ground. <laughs> you just, uh, just railgun okay. in, into the ceiling. Okay. You know what? That that is a prop that is a problem for Misty later. That's Don't worry, there's money in the tr- there's money in the drug chest for Misty. Okay. I've seen this movie. If we go in there, we're going to encounter a short slice of life adventure that's going to steal time from us, I say out loud. Damn it. You're overcomplicating things. <laughs> no, life overcomplicates things. I'm simplifying things. Railgun. <laughs> Goes in there. I assume you all fly back. So, now we have 50 minutes to kill. Yeah. What I are mean, you going to do for 50 minutes? Do you want to go to the bar next door and pregame a bit? I don't think we should be coming back much more drunk than we left. Oh, let's go to a party supply store. Like a like a spirit Halloween. They have those here, right? Uh, listen, so, some places closed, so, so spirit Halloween has popped up there.
Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work that we put in. If you had any questions, you could send them to us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email us at A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Rulers of Our Lands by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. Other music in this episode was done by Kevin McLeod and Alexander Nakarada. I'll put the full list in the show notes. And for making it this far, go ahead and regain a mode of essence.